Well, what are we supposed to know for our report? I'm not sure. One thing I know is that Joan of Arc is not Noah's wife. Well, then, who is Noah's wife? I don't know, Ted. But I do know we're in serious trouble. Listen to this. <clears throat> Express to the class how an important historical figure from each of your time periods would view the world as San Dimas, 1988. We are in danger of flunking most heinously tomorrow, Ted. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire! And I'm Ted... And I'm Ted Theodore Logan! Yeah! Welcome to Bill and Ted's Excellent Minute. Are we? We're not Excellent Minute. We're just Bill and Ted Minute. Because yes. I don't want to buy Bill and Ted's ExcellentMinute.com. That's way too long. So, anyway, welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant, most non-heinous, I should say, film uh, of all time, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm John S. Brig Esquire. Rocky Theodore Logan. The Royal Ugly Dude. Uh, all right, this minute begins with Mr. Ryan foreshadowing the heck out of the movie and ends with a cute smile from Missy, uh, I mean, Mom. Uh, Dude count, zero from this minute. Total five still. We're sticking at five. I cannot believe that. I listened to I went through it a few times. I cannot believe these two are talking to each other for almost a minute and no one says dude. They just say Bill, Ted. Rocky, who is Noah's wife? Because Bill doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't know. Still don't know. General consensus is Nama is Noah's wife. N A M A. N A A M A H. Nama. 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 That's a name yes. you don't hear anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My first baby, Nama. <laughs> we couldn't think of one. We couldn't think of a name. It's an Italian name. Yeah. <laughs> There's two that are mentioned. One is a Canaanite in the Bible. There's two Namas mentioned. One is a Canaanite. That is not bastards. Noah's wife because she's a descendant of Cain. Oh, Canaanite. Oh, mm, I never put that together. How about that? You never... I don't, dude, I don't read the Bible. Sorry. Okay. And then uh, she is uh, as she is mentioned in the Hebrew Bible in Genesis, a descendant of Cain, while Noah's wife is, uh, she, is, a, is a Sethite and is, a, and is a wife of Noah, a daughter of Enoch, who was Noah's grandfather. E-N-O-C-H? You've never heard of Enoch? I know a guy named Enoch Good. Uh, well, no. Just... That is Doxton. Enoch is another one of the apocryphal things. But uh, there's actually some dispute that maybe the the name that is mentioned is actually one of the wives, a wife of one of Noah's sons that's on the ark. There's eight people on the ark. Noah and his wife, his three, son, his three sons and their, and their wives are all on. But the wives yeah. weren't related to any of them, so there is... Well, so the gene pool <laughs> is a little <laughs> more But a uh, couple of interesting things about... Noah, while we were mentioning all this stuff, it's not much about his wife, really. Let's wrap Noah. Let's wrap the Noah story up this week, this minute, because this yeah. is our last mention of Noah. Noah, so right. Obviously, Noah's Ark, the Great Flood. He is the last of what they call the Andaluvian patriarchs. This is the last of the pre-flood people in the Bible. The last of the people that can live to a thousand or so years. After this... Made famous by the Donovan song. <laughs> Uh, what's uh, what's uh, so, uh, under the ocean song? Where uh, uh, Atlantis? Where? Atlantis. 
The Andalusian kings of old went right. to Atlantis. Right, Andalusian kings, those were the people in the Bible that lived a thousand years, to be a thousand years. Like Noah lived 350 years after the flood. He's credited with being the first person to make wine. Also credited with being the first drunkard. He became drunk off of wine. And that's where it gets a little, things a little shady for Noah here. He, is called, he would get drunk and then sleep naked in his tent. And one of his sons um, saw him naked in the tent and told the other brothers. And this is how it goes down in the Bible. And Noah gets mad. So he uh, he then curses the, the his grandson to be a servant to all of his other sons' sons because his brother saw him naked in the tent. And people are like, what's the big deal about this and talking? Some people say that a little bit more actually may have happened in that tent when Noah was drunk between him and his son. And that's why he's upset. That made it into the Bible? No, what made it into the Bible was that his he got drunk with like uncovered in the tent. Uh, and then Ham, his son, saw him and told his brothers that his father was naked in the tent. His son's name is Ham? One of his sons' names was Ham. H-A-M? Yes. So I think the moral here is drink alcohol in moderation. <laughs> yes. Well, I think there you don't is know a, who you're going to wake up. There with. is a debate among other scholars and church people <laughs> in, on the on the on drinking, and it leads to Noah on the excessive, lazy, drunkard type of drinking, or the you know the uh, wise you know drink and philosophize type of stuff uh, on this. Too. And it gets it all goes back to well, Noah. Famously, Jesus makes wine, right? Yeah, I, yeah, or is that like not really wine? What we would consider wine, right. and his, so is he cur- so and the end, Noah curses his grandson Canaan for his father's deeds. All right, so that wraps up the Noah line, everybody. If you're listening just for Noah stuff, you can stop listening to the next. You can listen to my other podcast. Like, yeah, listen to Noah talk. Uh, Rocky's other podcast. All right, so a theory I had earlier was that they don't use contractions. They, Bill uses a contraction in this minute. Bill says, I don't know who Noah's wife is. He says, don't. He does not say, he also says, I'm, I'm not sure, or I don't know. He says, I'm, but I'm not counting I'm as a contraction. Don't is definitely a contraction. How is I'm not a contraction? I think, because uh, nobody would say, yeah, you got me. It's a technicality. I don't know, but I just, I'm, yeah, I'm different, but yeah. He definitely says, don't in this. Later, they'll definitely not use contractions on purpose. Um, in this movie, there's also a, a most heinous in this movie, which I forgot to oh, throw into my intro. I was supposed to say that yes. in the intro, and I absolutely did. Which is, yeah, the only time I've ever heard the word heinous is probably in this movie. Uh, you guys ever use heinous going in your daily life? Probably back in 8990 when the movie came out. Did we? I knew you in 8990. I don't remember us saying heinous. I don't remember hearing heinous movie. Unless it was around Sandusky or something and heinous crimes and stuff like that. Yeah, right? heinous crimes. That's <laughs> yeah. the only, yeah. Like, or somebody like really destroyed a bathroom, you know what I mean? Oh, most heinous. Even then, I would never use the word heinous. I'd never use the word I mean, we, we knew each other back then, but I certainly idolized this movie and talked like these guys for a while. So, I mean, we all said dude. We st- I still say yeah, dude. Excellent. Definitely excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we, we know that one story about me singing the theme song to the cartoon, which we'll get to it at some point, probably. Um, back of Bill's shirt, there's a B. Preston he wrote on his, uh, mm-hmm. his collar. What's his stain on the front? Is that a stain no, or a rip? No, no that's, that's a, a question because that, that appeared between the, the scene in the classroom and this scene now. 
That looks like it just colored a red marker down the seam. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that in the classroom. I don't think we get a body shot here in this minute. Well, no. It wraps around. No, it doesn't even wrap around. But it does I know show. it's the B. Preston, so for sure. If we can go back to the back of the shirt, the Wild Stallion symbol has a striking resemblance to the Broncos symbol of the NFL. Yeah, now, orange. If, if you turn the face to the other way, clean it up a little bit, that looks like it's the quote-unquote new Broncos symbol. If you a remember back when the movie came out, they had a different symbol with a lighter blue. Yeah, it was a cartoony looking face horse. On horse mm-hmm. with a, I thought he was hiking a football or something. Yeah. But that does it does resemble. You might want to contact. Of course, if you're, you're going to copy a pro mascot out of a movie, this is the one to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little more muscular of a, of a horse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on their logo, of course. So let's take note here of two, two things. One, Ted's got a backpack on filled and a stack of books three feet high. Ted's carrying, yeah. Ted's carrying a piece of paper. With, with the no, parameters, Bill's carrying a piece of paper. Bill's carrying a piece of paper. <laughs> with the parameters of the report. report. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, a, it's definitely a, a pecking order here in this. Yeah, uh, so uh, we got to figure out that scene. I think there's a cut scene where they're like getting in some toughs with, uh, or in trouble with some football players, but I thought that was earlier in the movie. Like, they asked these girls to the prom and the football players beat them up, maybe like one of them squirts ink. It didn't happen in any of the movies, movies well, we watched. Well, where's Bill's pen? We don't know. So maybe it busted on Ted, on, uh, or where's Ted's pen and busted on Bill's shirt? He's not carrying the pen anymore. It's in a straight line down a seam. I think it's just intentionally done. He's also got a nice little gash like a knife cut in it. It's cut off at the It's midriff. definitely ink and not a cut. It's cut off at the midriff at the exact point you can see his boxers but barely see his belly. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with this sweatshirt. Do you pull your boxers uh, up above your pants a little bit? No, but this is trendsetting. I do. Like, I always mm-hmm. have. Like, it's just comfortable that way. I want my, like, the the band of my boxers to be above my pants. Wow. It's good when I wear a belt and stuff. Maybe you can post a picture of that on the, <laughs> That's the, on the website. If anyone's interested, I'll pop that on the website. Uh, we got in the background. We got a lot of action in the background here. Big shot of the school when they, these guys walk in. Oh, and the board from last episode, World History Time Chart. Oh yeah, that's a real clear shot, Dan. Yeah. So what, all right, Esquire, you, you win this round. What are the <laughs> What are the lines um, on the? Uh, I don't care what the lines are on the board. It's different yeah. empires, so I guess. As we look at the uh, school grounds. I see a scene that you see at probably any high school across the country. <laughs> Cheerleaders practicing their routine out in the common ground. Right in the middle of the quad out yeah. there. In yeah. June. In June. Yeah. I mean. And they're wearing two different uniforms. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's not nitpick. <laughs> a beautiful mosaic above the entryway. I think it's awful. It's abstract nonsense. I just, I don't like that kind of art. I like my art to, you know, I like to know what it is. Like, I'll take an abstract thing here or there. If it's some shapes and some colors, it gives me like a... That makes me feel like a mood. Like, oh, this picture, you know, it makes me feel serene or sad. So you're or You're not a Picasso fan? Fire, no. And that is very Picasso-ish, that, that, uh, that mosaic. I don't like that kind of garbage. I like, I'll take an impressionist here and there, like a, a, a blurry thing. Monet. But mostly I'm like a romantic. I want to know. Monet or Monet? Tippy Tippy Day Day? Um, Seinfeld. Uh, I don't really know the difference between those two. So I'll say Monet. Good call. <laughs> I'm personally a Dolly guy. With the melting clocks and the lobster phone, that guy? Uh, he's got way more than that, but yeah. I don't like his mustache. Yeah. It was his, uh, his famous quote is, I don't do drugs, I am drugs. That's a good quote. I like that quote. Yeah, yeah so we got cheerleaders hanging out in the background, twirling around. like They're definitely working on a set together. Uh, love, lovely outdoor part of the school. I wish we had something like that. Uh, it's very 90210-ish. 
Like they got some sun blocker things where kids can sit under. No outdoor lockers, which is a key part of any California high school that I've ever seen portrayed on television. So this is yeah. me. Remember, shot in Arizona, so. Yeah, well, I mean, even Arizona ship. Well, this isn't, yeah, because it never rains there. Like, so you can have outdoor stuff. Like, if it rains, it's raining real hard. Like, it's hit or miss. It's, it's feast or famine, you know, in um, drought or flood in, uh, in when it rains in Arizona. And as we watch this, you know, over and over again, too, I'm go back inside the classroom. We talked about him remarking putting the glasses on. He takes them off and then puts them back on and watches and stares them down as they leave. It is kind of creepy. He's like, you guys better do well. Yeah. It better be very special. Like, what's, very he, what, what's he insinuating? Like, is there something else they could do to get this grade? Yeah, like, you better, Bill, you better uh, bring your stepmom to watch this. <laughs> and there she is. A uh, couple more things before we get to her. Uh, I love the three teachers walking. They're all briefcases. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, have you ever teachers carry briefcases? Yeah, the, the sports jacket slung over the shoulder, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're very, like, you all three must have a briefcase and must walk at the exact same pace. And your foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Yeah, they, and, the, and they even have an extra walk in front of them uh, right at the end of the minute, right before Missy shows up. Extra, yeah, look at that one guy strolling real with yeah. a briefcase mm-hmm. shoulder. <laughs> the other two, right? It's very all very yeah, tiny, but very you know knee length skirt and a business suit. This couple holding holding each other's arm or holding each other. It's pretty cute. Yeah, they look like a nice couple. And yeah, and then this this the nerdy girl extra walks right in front of the camera. Yeah. Look how look how stern her shoulders are and everything. It's good extra work. I like it. I want to be an extra in a movie just to, for the experience. But all, it, from what I understand, based on the show extras, it's just you sitting around waiting for say, most of the time. I was waiting for you to bring them up. And then getting, getting humiliated. Uh, but usually it's your fault. Uh, yeah, I, I hate the mural abstract nonsense, if you ask me. I don't know if it's what the cubist nonsense or whatever, then I really don't know art that well. Uh, we do get the parameters of the report. Bill says that... Uh, how would someone from each of these time periods, he's like, you know your time periods, how would someone from each of these time periods view the world San Dimas 1988? So that's the parameter. I like how it's localized to San Dimas. The question wasn't United States or the world. Yeah. It was San Dimas, the town. How would they view this Mix town? Makes it a lot easier because mm-hmm. yes. these kids know, the t- Bill Ted didn't yeah. even know the town. Right. They go, oh, they'd love to go to the Circle K and the Bolarama and all this, or Waterloo, yeah. or, you know, whatever. It's also... Seems like everybody else who does the report only talks about one person, and they have to talk about everybody. Again, another special parameter for Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. Bill and Ted again. We talk about them working together, getting yeah to be with multiple people and stuff. We get a lot of a lot of treatment, special treatment. All right, you mentioned earlier the Ted has the duty of carrying every book in the library. I noticed the Rand McNally logo. On one of the books says two globe things. That's I, and then one of them you can read history and life. And I believe it's the book History of Life, The World and Its People. And you can still buy that on Amazon from the 1987 edition, I believe, for like 30 bucks. And yeah, like there's, the 1990 edition is like $500, I guess, because none exist or whatever. But this one you can buy for, uh, yeah, like 30 bucks a soft, uh, softback if you guys want me to buy it or part of my Bill costume or something, or Ted costume. I keep missing Bill and Ted up, which I can't do earlier or anymore. Um, yeah, we now know them. We saw, yeah, we saw from, I've known him for the 30 years. The car, we've seen it before. It was at Bill's house. The Mustang, yep. I didn't know, I didn't notice it was convertible from the shot, but of course I knew it was convertible because I've seen the movie before. And we meet a new character. Missy. 
AKA mom. Yeah, which is ridiculous that any girl who's, she's, all right, so she's three years older than them. Uh, we know that, and I don't think from this minute, but soon we'll know that. So she's 21. Is there any 21-year-old girl that would want to be called mom? Unless it's some kinky little thing she's playing out at home between the father and son. Yeah, but behind the stepson, if anything, she's like, all right, this kid's gone next year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's not college-bound, so maybe he'll be there for two years or something like that. And then I can finally, you know, yeah, move on from my life from this kid. There's no way she would want to play the role of mom. Well, I think we got to save that. We don't know how old she is. Let's just talk about who mom is. Mom is actually Amy Stotch. Stock. She was born in 1958, which makes her 30 at the time. This is so she so might be in relation to Butters. Yeah, <laughs> I would like so. So she's 30. Yeah, she went by like three different names over the years yeah. too. Well, like, she got married once or twice. Well, I think she like she originally was like Stock S T O C K, and then like yeah, then I guess she rebranded at some point. She got married and then rebranded as a her probably her given name was. S-T-O-C-H. I mean, again, she's another person that's been a working actress, so if you check the IMDb, she's done stu- stuff up till 2016. I, I 100% disagree. I don't think you looked at this IMDb too hard. She's not a working actress. Doing a, a, a one-episode stint on Murder, She Wrote, uh, in a, yeah, it doesn't make you a working actress. I mean, up until... She's in... She's up a until 10, 10, work 10, 9, 2000. Okay, up through the mid nineties, she was at least a working actress. But not even, but barely though. Like she's she she had she was not making her living doing this. It was fun for her. She's not she's not making enough to live off of on any of these. I guess, I guess so. When you're known for is you know Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted Two, and my another great one which you brought up before it was Summer School are her three known for movies. I guess you're not really you know so, yeah exactly. And Summer School, like I don't think she has a major role in that. She's Kim. Did you watch it? Have you ever seen the movie Summer School? Have I ever seen the movie Summer School? I think we already talked about this. Yes, I've seen the movie Summer School. What about Ski School and Ski yeah. School 2? Yeah, but that's not Mark Harmon. Yeah, yeah, it's not, but it's like uh, the same. a lot of the same people are in. Uh, the one guy who was in the, on that Sunny episode where they yeah. mocked 80s movies in, is in all those movies. Oh, yeah. yeah he, you know, by the way, that same guy, fuck if I can remember his name, mm-hmm. he plays Spicoli in the Fast Times TV show. That guy does. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, uh, Kirstie Alley's in Summer School, Mark Harmon, yeah, I remember the movie. And one of the girls from Melrose Place is, like, the, one of the main girls in that, too. The, the, yeah. But, all right, so her TV, she did, like, Bogus, this movie, Soul Man, which I only bring up because it's a crazy movie where he does blackface. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, James Earl Jones is in that movie. Like, he accepts the fact that C. Thomas Howe does blackface in a movie. Where, where are you, fucking James Earl Jones? Just fucking step up and stop that kind of shit from happening. Um, and then TV movies like Matlock, Murder, She Wrote, like three Gunsmoke movies or something. Other than that, there's nothing there. She's in man. Dallas? Yeah, like 16 episodes of Dallas. I, I bet she wasn't a main character. She was probably some oil man's, uh, you know, young mistress or she something. She was in Hardcastle and McCormick. Oh, yeah? Big, yeah. She, she's not a working... <laughs> that's, Bernie working that's a working actor. There's 26 credits on here, and most of them are bit, show, bit parts on TV. Well, and get ready, because that's a lot call, of people on this show. You call mm-hmm. Bernie Casey a working actor. He had, like, 90 credits. She yeah. has 20-something. Well, I... And okay, there's a lot she, more bit parts. She's a working girl. She's a working girl. Um, <laughs> Classic and, 80s hair. Yeah, big hair. Class, and she's, by the way, smoking hot. Mm-hmm. She is a super hottie. Um... Did you read this on her IMDb, Rock? Um, 
I found this to be a strange tidbit. Fulfilling a promise she made to Ed McMahon while competing on Star Search in 1983. Yeah, I uh, she obtained her PhD in theater history from the University of Illinois in 2012. Uh, one, <laughs> that's crazy. Who, who You have to honor promises made on Star Search? Yeah, I mean, it's Ed McMahon. And it was 30 years later. Ed McMahon's long dead, by the way. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. So she, yeah, she went back to school in... 2010 or whatever, or 20, oh, 2008, to get a PhD because she made a promise on Star Search. It's a, it's a weird tidbit. Once she got on the, on the Stalker, Stalker, did you look deep into this Matlock movie? No, I mean, really, they weren't, it's all, I think you said, bit TV role. There's nothing that interesting besides you brought up Soul Man, which is a weird movie. Yeah, well, she pops back onto the scene in Mr. Student Body President, which I've never heard of. Okay, I've heard of any of those That's got to be like a web series or something. Uh, Maybe she's off using her doctor. Yeah, she's in like some married or off. She's teaching. She's teaching theater, you know, in somewhere. And she's not even a main character on the, the show that I has no one else I've ever heard of in it. That is probably on the UPN or a web series. Yeah, it's fifteen minutes per episode. Mister Student Body President. This has to be like a web series or something like that. So know. yeah, it's not even worth talking about. So if we can move on, possibly to uh, Bill's clothes. You see the upside down question mark on his sweatpants? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a Spanish symbol. However, if you look up in the Urban Dictionary, it symbolizes confusion. Oh. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. That's about some. Is that Ted? Yeah. Where is that? No, it's on Bill's left It's on leg. Bill's left. Yeah, his left pant leg. You'll see it in the scene as they're walking up to Missy's car. I feel like Bill was just sitting down at a desk. Wrote a question mark on his pants and then realized when he stood up that it was upside down. That is the more likely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is scenario. We were talking but, about two people that found that saved the world. Mm-hmm. So is everything done just randomly, or are they actually geniuses? They're also guys? the same people who think salad dressing, dude. I mean, like, uh, it could be just insight. Right now, they're yeah. confused, and by the end of the movie, they yeah. have found their way. I mean, Ted has the smiley face on him. For save the humans or whatever yeah. that's one that it is definitely a save the humans bumper sticker absolutely yeah. it's not clear I had to look that up to see what it was uh, I was going to save it for a later minute but he so he put a bumper sticker on the front of it now I have no material exactly. now I have no <laughs> material for minute 11 or whatever um yeah cause yeah Bill's Bill's uh or I should wrote Bill fuck it's Ted smiley face on the shorts sticker on the shorts save the humans and he's got gray sweatpants underneath shorts they like to layer. He likes to layer clothes. They're layered yeah. up, and I, I guess that makes sense. Like if you live in like a desert area, because like the temperature changes a lot when it gets dark, right? Yeah, so just pop that thing off and you're good. Yeah. You know? So hey, during the day, you roll them up. I mean, because this is yeah. Southern California in June. At what night, would, you would roll it be down. hot? Um, right, your legs get to breathe a little bit. I mean, he's a hairless guy. Like the boys down up there mm-hmm. now, underneath a couple pairs of pants. You think? You think that uh, either of them have any chest hair? I would like to find out. <laughs> I should know from Point Break. Keanu is a waxer, though. Come on. Like, he's waxing. If he has, like, a few, he's waxing. I don't think he has much, especially in this movie. He might not. I mean, he is super young in this movie. Uh, boom, 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 boom. My notes. Uh, most heinous. Cheerleaders. Teachers. I hate them. Your role. Uh, we got anything else on this minute? Oh, we don't know what's in Miss, that Missy's shopping bag? We no. think it's tinfoil? We know she's got some snacks or something in there later, but yeah. 
Oh, sh- that answers a question I had later. Where the fuck did he get the potato chips from? I guess it's oh. in that bag. But yeah, like, it's just a random shopping bag. It just says 37.5 on that. Like, I don't know what that could be. Besides tinfoil or saran right wrap. Yeah. Saran wrap or... Or like a Toblerone chocolate what is the What is the non... Giant dildo. What is the non-corporate name for saran wrap? Cellophane? Is that what you call it? You know, like Vaseline is petroleum jelly. It's what is saran wrap? wrap? Plastic wrap. Yeah, do people... Around... In, in your country, do they say saran wrap or do they say cellophane or what? Let us know. Like, it's... Here it's scotch tape. Everywhere else it's cello tape. Or, There's another name for scotch tape. Cello tape. No, like scotch is the brand, right? Well, it's like a Xerox. Yeah, exactly. Photocopiers, Xerox. But that's pretty international, I'd imagine. But scotch is a very American brand from the Minnesota Mining Corporation, otherwise known as 3M. You got anything else for this minute? I'm kind of bad at juice, man. Yeah, I think Missy, we got Missy sucked all the juice out of me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Save some juice uh, for later, buddy. Yeah, say, what's running going to do later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that about wraps it up, this guys. As always, you can uh, email us, uh, billandtedminute at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Look us up. Guys, be excellent, excellent to, to each other. other. And party, party on, on, dudes. Wow. I say party on, dudes. You can't keep stealing my thunder, man. It's yeah. just me.